0: Hey, guys, thanks for being a part of the podcast here. If you do want to see the video version of the podcast, head over to YouTube there so you can see me as well as every guest that comes on here and you can see us live and in action. Hey guys, just want to come on real quick and share with you that I will be doing something a little bit different. I did not get a guest for this week's guest episode, so thought I would share with you my sermon that I did at my church a couple weeks back. Hope you enjoy. (coughs) Living a faithful life daily. What in the world does that mean? If I asked you that question, which I just did, but if I asked you one-on-one, I'd probably get a lot of different answers. Reading the Bible every day, praying, going out and evangelizing, there's so many different answers when it comes to living a faithful life daily. It's kind of the same thing whenever I ask you, you know, over yonder, you want to go over yonder? Where, where's over yonder? We don't really know exactly what that means. Now, the Bible does tell us some things, but when you ask that question, Straight up, there's not really a clear cut answer. Unlike in our steps of salvation, which I want to go through these very briefly, but our steps of salvation, everyone until we get to the live faithfully, there's a clear and precise thing that it says for us. Hearing, Romans ten, seventeen. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Simply have to hear in order to hear. Pretty straightforward believing John 8:24 Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins for if you do not believe that I am he you will die in your sins So you have to believe or you're going to die in your sins so there's that belief there that one's not that's a little bit more vague but there's still this belief in order for you to be able to get past the sins and dying in your sin And then repentance Acts 17:30 Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. So he's telling us that we need to repent, why we need to repent, and then for us to confess. For with the heart one believes, or Romans 10, 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So we are to confess with our mouth. So again, another very straightforward one, and then finally to be Baptized. Acts 2, verse 38. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. But then we get to the last one, live faithfully, Revelation 2.10. So live faithfully unto death, and you shall receive the crown of life. What does living faithfully unto death mean? So I want to give us a couple of stories here this morning for us to be able to go over and hopefully tie in with what you can do on a daily basis to be able to give you actionable steps to live a faithful life every day. So I don't know if you've heard of the overnight success. We see this on social media. We see this with business owners. We see this all over the place where there's this concept of the overnight success. Essentially, what happens is somebody in this world, they start a business, they decide to be a singer, and they blow up. They have millions of followers on social media, they're making millions of dollars a year, a month, whatever success you might think of, they have that simply because they decided to do something, and then it was there. But there's a man named Thomas Edison that was not that way. Thomas Edison had this great idea. And just like with our faith, our faith, we want to decide to commit our life to Christ, and there's a continual thing that we have to do. And Thomas Edison decided, you know what, I'm going to make a light bulb. Never heard of before. For those of you that have the lights go out, luckily the hell storm didn't mess us up, but when we have bad storms, the lights go out, and we really miss those lights. This thing that seems so insignificant to us in our daily life. But this man decided he was going to do that. But not only did he decide to do it, he took... 10,000 tries at doing that. And there are so many times in our life where our faith will test us, where Brad mentioned a minute ago that we have pains, that we decide, you know what, this pain is too much. I'm tired of this. I'm going to give up. I'm going to move on. I'm going to give up my faith. And while Thomas Edison had the light bulb, he would tweak it time and time again, do little things to see how he could make this light bulb into something that could actually work, that could create light for the houses rather than using a candle. So I could be up here with the candle right now so we could all see each other in the room. That'd be a lot of fun. I had stories of my dad telling stories of growing up in the old in the church, and they'd have the windows open and it'd just be a, a cool breeze, but it'd be hot in there, and they would always he would always fall asleep. And the next thing you know, He's getting yanked out the back of the church, he goes. So luckily we've got air conditioning, we've got the lights, we've got all this stuff, thanks to a man named Thomas Edison who decided not to give up every day. And you think about that, 10,000 days, that's about 30 years. If you you go one day at a time, I think it's about 30 years. I know a 1,000 days is about three years, so 10 times that, about 30 years years it took him if he was doing every single day. And I'm sure he was doing this more than one time a day, trying new things. But 30 years in order to do that. And just think about your your Christian walk. Most of us maybe aren't there yet. I'm finally over 30. My Christian walk has not been 30 years yet, but a lot of us are over 30. And so our, our faith has to remain consistent year after year, day after day. Another great person that we think of is Colonel Sanders, Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is another amazing story of triumph. This man spent a lot of his life trying to figure out how to get chicken out to people. He, but before that, he had so many failed businesses. He would fail one business, he'd start another one. He'd fail that one, he'd start another one. And in fact, he actually failed at his first kitchen, or his first business where he had a restaurant making this chicken. He was around 40 years old whenever he finally decided to start making chicken. He had opened up a restaurant, and by the time he was about 65 was when his first franchise came about. So about 25 years in, he finally had his first franchise that came about, but he wasn't successful yet. He still hadn't gone anywhere, because guess what? A highway got diverted and went around his town, and he went bankrupt on his own business, his own restaurant that had his secret recipe there, with the seven herbs and spices, or 13, I forget. I don't have the secret there, so it's still a secret today. But he kept going anyways, and then from about 65 to 78 years old was when he finally became a billionaire, which in today's world, and that was quite a while back when he became a billionaire, so it's even worth more money now, and that's success in today's world, according to the world. But he never gave up. He spent, he took a thousand times to be able to get A business to work. It took a thousand tries to get that first franchise. So over three years, if you want every single day to do that. But I just gave you from 65 to 78 years old, roughly. So that's 12 or 13 years that he spent to try and just be able to start a franchise. And we think about our faith, and are we doing that? Is that what we're doing with our faith? Are we that dedicated to our faith that we are willing to put in that kind of time, every single day. I want to talk about the overnight Christian here real quick. We think about some of the people that are here, maybe they're a little bit older, and we think about this concept the overnight success, overnight Christian. They get baptized also, and they just know the whole Bible. The whole thing's there. They've learned it all. They serve with others with ease. It's just an easy thing to do. They never struggle anymore. They're always positive, and they never lose faith. I don't know about you, but I haven't even seen, I've read the Bible, I've not even seen Jesus start to not lose faith, not to question his faith. And that's the man that is the closest thing to perfection, which he is perfection, but nobody is even close to that. And yet he still had moments where he wanted to give up. He struggled hardship, but he kept going anyways. And so I want you to remember that Christianity is not an overnight thing. It is not something that we can just automatically know everything, automatically be the best Christian ever, automatically be faithful unto death and have that crown of life for us. So what are the things or the themes that are in common with these couple of stories that I've shared? One, they never gave up. No matter what, whether it's this quote-unquote Christian that we talked about, the, the successful Christian, or these two men that we talked about, they never gave up. They took the time uh, they took things one day and one step at a time. Going back to the light bulb, it wasn't that, w- that Edison created a whole new light bulb every time. If you know anything about problem solving, you don't change 100 different variables. You change one variable at a time and see if that works. And if that didn't work, then you go change another one and change another one and slowly one step at a time until you solve that problem. And then you have consistent action. So 10,000 times, I'd say that's pretty consistent. Bruce Lee has a famous quote that it's not about trying 10,000 different kicks. It's about mastering one, doing one kick 10,000 times in order to master it. And then being intentional. They were intentional with creating the light bulb, with getting their secret recipe of chicken out to the world. And that's what we have to be as Christians as well. We have to be intentional. So let's go ahead and turn over to 1 Timothy 4. Verses 6 through 16. If you instruct the brethren in these things, you'll be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the words of faith and of the good doctrine which you have carefully followed, but reject profane and old wives' tales and exercise yourself toward godliness." For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come, that is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. These things command and teach. Let no one despise your youth. But be an example to the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, which with the laying on of hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and to the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. What I like most about this scripture is that it talks a lot about the things that we need to do in our daily lives. It talks about the faith that we need to have. It talks about the fact that we should not despise our youth. Not that that happens here at this church, but a lot of times this will happen out in the real world, or just because you are younger that you are looked down upon because it doesn't seem like you know everything, but you have something that you can give a value. There's something that you can share, you can give a perspective that that older person or that person that's been doing something a little bit longer than you may not see anymore. You have those fresh set of eyes. But I want us to go to uh, our daily task here. And so I have this image here on the right. Usually we see diamonds there, but I put the, the gates of heaven. And when you think of this, we have the one miner that's digging and digging and digging and finally gives up and decides, you know what, this is, this is not the life for me. I'm done. I'm tired. I, I'm just not going to get there. It's never going to happen. And then you have the other miner that keeps digging and keeps digging and keeps digging, digging over and over and over again. And that is exactly how our Christian life is. Sometimes it's easy to get through the dirt. Sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to get through that dirt. But if we continue to do the daily task, which we'll go through here in a second, we will be able to do just that, to be able to reach the gates of heaven. We'll be able to live that faithful life. We'll be able to get that crown of life if we do these daily tasks. So let's go ahead and turn over to First Thessalonians 5, verse 17. And it says, pray without ceasing. And so I put up here, pray for five minutes. This is not an extensive list of daily tasks that you can do. And depending on where you're at, maybe you try something different, where you're at on your Christian walk. But praying for five minutes. And we see here it says, pray without ceasing. And when I think of this praying without ceasing, first of all, like there's no way. I can't just pray all the time. I've got to do something. I'm up here preaching, so I can't be praying at this point. But when I think about this praying without ceasing and what that really means, to me, what that means is when you go into prayer, when you focus solely on praying, that's all that's going on. It's kind of like the horse of the blinders. There's nothing else you're thinking about. You're only focused on God. You're only focused on speaking with Him at that time, being in prayer, being in that meditative state. And something that I always think about whenever I'm singing. It's just really weird, but if I'm up here leading singing, I'll be thinking about, oh, did I sound right? Did I say the right verse? You know, what's going on? Who's who's looking at me? Things of that nature. And it's very hard for us to sit here and focus on that. But if we can start to pray every single day for five minutes, trying to be fully focused as much as possible... That is going to help us on that step to being faithful because if you can focus on God and not on anything else, not on the world out there, just like you're here listening to me right now. If you can focus on the word, on praying, that's going to help you be one step closer to getting through that dirt to get you to heaven. Number 2, read one chapter of your Bible every day. Let's turn over to Acts chapter 11. Or sorry, 17 verse 11. <clears throat> These were more fair minded than those in Thessalonica, and that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So we see the example here of, and in this context, it's really talking about actually hearing what somebody has preached to you and going back and studying for yourself. But we take the same concept in if you are new to your faith. If your faith is new, just reading a chapter, simply going through and reading a chapter, getting that intention started. Now, you need to start studying more and more and more, and we have plenty of people here that are willing to study with you. But if you're just reading one chapter every single day, putting yourself in the Word that helps you stay away from the world it helps you look at what is going on in the word and studying and focusing on that so you can continue to build up that faithful life and be able to meditate upon that and it's just beautiful here what it says the last part words with all readiness and search the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so so there's things we'll see in our lives that maybe we need to go study about or we read a chapter and it relates to us And I know in Genesis, there's some of the genealogy stuff with just a lot of crazy names and everything, and maybe that doesn't relate to us. But when we get more into the New Testament, we'll see stuff that relates with us a lot more, and that's what I like about James. It's very relatable to my life today, to my life 10 years ago, to my life in the future. And there's scriptures that we can read every day. But if you're reading every single day, how can you not be godly? And the last one, talk to someone about your faith. Let's go over to Second Timothy verses, chapter two verse 16. Second 2 Timothy 2:16. 2, and it says, "But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness." So if we are talking with people about our faith, it's hard to have these babblings. It's hard to talk about the things of the world. We're able to focus on what's wholesome. We're able to focus on helping others spread joy, be encouraging, whatever that may look like for you when you talk about your faith. When we talk about our faith, it helps us be able to stay on the things that are above, the things that are important for us to look at. So I just broke down three daily tasks for you that you can do every day. If you are praying for five minutes, if you're reading one chapter of your Bible, and if you are talking about your faith every single day, how can you not live a faithful life? Now, yes, there's more that needs to be done, but if these are the only things that you do every day for your faith, you should have a faithful life at the end of your life, as long as you continue to do these things every single day. This is not an extensive list, like I said. There's definitely more things that you need to do when it comes to living a faithful life. But I want to just break down something really quickly for you, something that's tangible. Because when we think of a faithful life, as I mentioned at the beginning, we think about a ton of different things. There's so many things that we need to do. We need to go out and do go outreach, like Shannon has started. We need to go and baptize people. According to Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, we are to make disciples of others. There are so many things that we can do within the church, that we should do within the church. And this list is not exhaustive, but this list is things that you can do no matter how busy your day is. I guarantee you have 10 to 15 minutes. You can talk with somebody. You can pick up the phone and call, talk with somebody about your faith. You can read a chapter of the Bible. If you're so like me, maybe it takes 20 or 30 minutes. But you can also pray for five minutes. You can do that while driving. Hopefully, you're, you're focused on the road a little bit as well. But you can find ways to be able to do these things every single day. And worst case scenario, this is all you do on your faith today. But by doing this every single day, that is what will get you to that faithful life. And I just want to emphasize one more time that this is not the, the end-all, be-all. You do have to do more than this. But if you do this or create your own daily tasks that you do for your faith, this will help you personally live that faithful life. And so for those of you that maybe you you have been baptized already, maybe you've not been living that faithful life, and you haven't been living your life daily for Christ, I wanted to invite you up here to be able to, to get help from the church, to be able to have prayers over you, to be able to put that burden, take it off of yourself and put it onto Christ. Let some of us share that burden with you, because we are here for you. But for those of you that haven't been baptized yet, we talked about what it takes, what those steps are to get there. Hear the Word of God. Believe that He is, that Jesus is the Son. Repent of your sins, confess before man, and then be baptized. And then finally, live faithfully unto death. Do these tasks every single day. But if you need help in any way, please come forward as we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Speaking Sessions podcast. If you got anything out of this episode, make sure to leave us a review and share it with a friend. If there's anything you would like to hear on the podcast, please let me know. Shoot me a DM with your question or topic you want me to cover, and I'll make sure to cover it on a future episode. But with that, have a healthy and blessed day.